sort of lead uh, in our sermon this morning, and then Harrison will come up and, and kind of dovetail into that uh, with our challenge this morning. So let's welcome Shadrach and Harrison. Good morning, church. Morning. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> I'm so privileged to be uh, to stand before you, uh, pastors, elders of the church, uh, the entire congregation of Whitestone Community Church. Amen. Uh, as Steve, my senior brother, has already introduced me. Just introduce you to other people behind me. I'm Shadrach Chinyama. Uh, married to the most beautiful wife in the world by the name of Toera. She loves the Lord. She's so supportive uh, in ministry as well as to our family. And we have got six children and one grandson, four daughters and one uh, and two, two sons. Uh, I'm 51 years of age. Uh, I'm also overseeing Holy Seal International Church and Missions with 35 congregations across Malawi, as you can see. And uh, this morning, having said that, our passage is coming from the book of John, chapter 15, <clears throat> verses 1 to 14. I'm not going to read. Because, uh, yeah, it's a most familiar passage, but I'm going to cite a few things which are written on. And uh, before that, I'm reminded of the past 10 years, since 2008, when um, uh, a team from Weston Church from U.S., led by... Elder Steve and the team came to Malawi, that is 10 years ago. Yes, that's when I happened to know that there is Weston Community Church and the pivot or the climax of their ministry being making disciples who be able to understand, live, uh, and also extend the kingdom of God near and far. And so being the case, they are also committed to discipleship purpose and also discipleship goal that have been trained in order to make more disciples, not more convents, but more disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So being the case in the passage, uh, the title of my message is The Importance of abiding in Christ Jesus. The importance of abiding in Christ Jesus. And uh, we'll center much on verse number five, but just to give an overview of the passage, it says Jesus is the vine and uh, God is the owner of the vine and emphasizes much in that we have to abide in him for us to 
bear fruit. And also it tells us that every branch that will not bear fruit would be cut off and be thrown into, fire, into the fire. And uh, in verse number seven, we are commanded and given the promise that if we really pray, God is going to answer as is that of abiding in Christ Jesus. And uh, also that by abiding in the commandment that is telling us to love one another, then we will be true disciples of Christ Jesus and will be the friends of Christ Jesus. He's going to make us his own friends that because you are loving one another and you have fulfilled this commandment, you are no longer slaves but my, my friends. So this is a conditional concept. The whole passage is in a conditional form. If, 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 if. So I can even give you an example that if you come home, then I give you some money. So money is available that if you don't come, you're not going to have the money. And so it's a condition. So if we abide in him, then we're not going to uh, bear any fruit. So in verses 5, I will read verse 5. Sorry, put on the classifying. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he, he, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, you can do nothing. The passage is very sweet as you continue to read there. So you can read at your best time of the day. So this, is, uh, this passage actually portrays a good relationship that is initiated by being born again. John 3, verse 3, that verily, very I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. And so the whole concept here is to be born again, to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. And uh, also the point, the first point in this passage that we need to understand the relationship in the light of the characters that are, we've read in the passage. First being God. is the father, the gardener, and uh, the owner of this field. And he treasures most is that we should really abide in him. He loves us, he trusts us, he relies upon us as his children. He is the overall in charge of this relationship. Without God, no relationship. So we need really to figure out that God is really so concerned and he cuts every branch that does not bear fruit. And he's also pruning every branch that is bearing more fruit so, so that more fruit can be given, can be, born, uh, can be produced, and the fruit also that is lasting. Yes, we can bear the fruit, but it's short-lasted, short, -lasted, a short uh, with a temporary life that 
If we really abide in this Christ Jesus, we're going to produce healthy fruit that will last long and also produce other millions and millions of fruit. Amen. And the second character is Jesus Christ as the vine. He is the vine. So it is possible to have a productive relationship when we abide in Jesus Christ. And also, it is also very difficult for us to be productive if we detach ourselves from this Jesus Christ. And the third character being the disciples themselves as the branches. These branches, uh, we they also have to abide in Christ Jesus and also follow the footsteps of Christ Jesus. A disciple, am I asked, who is this disciple? A disciple is the one who is following the footsteps of Christ Jesus day by day, according to Luke chapter 9, verse number 23. It says, if anyone would like to follow me, he should deny himself and also take up his cross and follow me daily. So it's an, an on, it's, an, it's a daily basis, not following Jesus Christ today, then after three months, then you stop, then you come back. No, no, but it's a daily process. And by so doing, we are growing to grow in the likeness of Christ Jesus. So as we continue, we as branches have to be fully resourced by the vine Jesus Christ. Vine who is Jesus. Our resource is Jesus Christ. He gives us everything. We get the power to live as his disciples. And also we need to remain connected to Jesus Christ. That's the very most important thing, to be connected in order to tap all the spiritual food nutrients. Some of as yeah, some of you, we are uh, mm, scientists and clinicians, nutritionists, so you know what I mean, but really food nutrients. But also we have the spiritual nutrients that are found in Jesus Christ. And by so doing, we're going to tap the power to witness for him. We are going to get the power to resist the devil, and he's going to flee from us. We're going to get the power also to overcome all the temptations. Why? Because we have tapped the power in him uh, from Christ Jesus. We cannot get also into the great commission if uh, there's no relationship with Christ Jesus. So for the great commission, for the discipleship making process to be effective, we really need to tap into these resources of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, how can we really abide in Christ Jesus? How can we really abide in Christ Jesus? Quickly, first thing, as I already said, is that you need to be born again. Christ Jesus Christ to be the source, Lord and Savior. That is the pillar and the tower of truth, Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 4, that put on the belt of truth, as the Bible says, the belt of truth. So, fit it. Yeah. 
need to fit it really around your waist. But if you fail to uh, fast in this belt, then the pair of trousers can be falling down. And it's be very difficult to walk, to do anything. So even some of us as Christians also, yes, have really loosened our Christian life. We've loosed it, can do all sorts of things, actually, without tightening our Christian life. We have to retighten it and be focused on Christ Jesus. So he is the first pillar of truth. And second pillar is that of having a reliable relationship. And there are four areas we are going to look into for us to have the reliable relationship. And first kind of relationship is that of a shepherd and a sheep. You know, in the olden days, especially in Israel, uh, many of the boys used to take the sheep, and also it is also happening to the wilderness or made far away place from the town. And the, the shepherds were regarded as unlearned people, people that were not supposed to be near the town or city. And uh, just as the sheep were able to stink and also you also smell the same, uh, the same smell of the sheep. And, the, uh, and the, as we read on John 10, verse number 14, it said, I'm the good shepherd and I know uh, my own sheep and my own sheep know me. So for the sheep to recognize this uh, shepherd of there, so they were able to also to smell that same bad smell of the same sheep. If there came in a strange shepherd, then it was very difficult actually for the sheep to follow because they could not smell anything. So even as disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ also need to, uh, to follow and uh, to smell the voice, to hear the voice of Christ Jesus and to know him, understand his voice and be able to follow him and also save him better. Samuel, this young man Samuel, in First Samuel chapter 3, also heard a voice from somewhere else, and he rushed to Eli, Am I, are you calling me master? He said no. He went there three times, it was in vain. And finally, Eli trained this boy, helped him to recognize the voice of God, saying, okay, if you hear this voice once again, say, here I am, Lord, Speak to me, your servant is listening. Amen. So, as Christians, we also need to recognize God's voice. There are many voices up here on earth. Many voices coming from TV stations, many voices coming from even our own phones, many voices. So, how are you going to recognize the voice of God? And how are you going to know that God is really calling me, is commissioning me to go out? So, we need to be his own sheep and know his voice. The devil also come and whisper to you things that seem to be good, but know his voice. And uh, the second relationship is that of uh, the head and the body relationship. Here on Colossians chapter 1, verse number 18, he said he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning and the firstborn of the dead. That is, in all things he might uh, might leave the pre, uh, preeminence. So Jesus Christ is the head 
of the church and we are his body. So there is also this relationship between the head and this body. You can see, for example, if I happen to cut off my head and put it in the plate, will this body be able to function? It's going to be dead. And <coughs> this arm is going to, not going to move. So there is that relationship. So I have to be connected to Jesus for this to function. So we have got many parts in this body, so there have to be connection for us to function, to do anything. We have got different parts and different abilities. So Jesus is enabling us to have these abilities and to function differently. We should not be copycats or photocopies. Others are really envying others' gifts, saying, oh, I would rather have this gift Oh, my brother is able to sing. Why don't I sing? Then why should you photocopy a gift? Just ask God. Listen to God. What is he calling you to do in this church? What is he calling you to do around your community? So we need to listen to God and just enable him to work in us. And uh, it's really an interesting thing that really each and every body is functioning differently. So the third relationship that we can get here is the father-son relationship. John chapter 5, verse number 20 says, For the father loves the son and shows him all that he is, shows him all that he is doing. So God loves Jesus Christ as his son and he shows him all whatever he's doing. So this is a result of Jesus being in Christ and Christ and Jesus be in the Father and the Father be in Jesus. For the Father and Jesus are one. So that's why they're able to show him whatever. So if we also abide in him, God is going to show us exactly what we have to do, not to, uh, to photocopy or do other things. We're definitely going to be serious to stick to our calling, to stick to our ministry. There are different ministries that really we're going to see that are happening in this church. So everyone should stick to his calling and to his ministry. And so those who are led by the Spirit are the children of God. So if we are only led by the Spirit of God, we are going to be recognized as his children. Amen. So our verse should not forget that really he is the vine and we are the branches. And if we only remain in him, and you'll be able to bear much fruit, and fruit that is long-lasting. And uh, God will also protect us. will not allow us to be cast out or to be snatched out from the hands of God because he loves us and he wants us to serve him, to minister uh, his justice and his love even to the people that are really dying to this world. So most important thing is to be connected to Jesus Christ, who he is our everything. And uh, finally, let us see the results of the relationship. Results of this the relationship that uh, has been making us to abide in him. Christ Jesus, as the first point number one, Christ Jesus is imparting life, also imparts life in us. Galatians chapter 2 Verse number 20 says, I've been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I that live, but Christ lives in me. And uh, that life which I live in flesh, I live in faith 
the faith which is of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. So here, as disciples, we need really to surrender ourselves to God, to die to self. What is self? That is, this is that, that makes me to say, I don't want to do Oh, myself, my, do this, do this for me, do this for me, do this for me. Don't even consider the goodness of your friends. Everything is drawing to yourself. Many are the things that really are happening in our lives that are really showing that we are living the life of self. But we need to die to sin, die to self, and allow the life of Christ Jesus to manifest in us and is going to part this life in us. So we have to crucify everything. So for the life to flow, there is need for us to be connected to Jesus. And also, this relationship is also mutual. We, as we give ourselves to God, as we give ourselves to die and allow Christ Jesus to reign in us, he's going to work in us. So Jesus is looking for somebody who could really use. So first of all, let's die and allow Jesus to be alive in us. So this is the most important thing. And the second benefit of abiding in Christ Jesus, which is the very most important thing, that we are going to make disciples, as uh, taken from Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 to 20. So without abiding in Christ, discipleship making is going to be a zero. It's going to be a nothing. We cannot do anything. We may have a lot of programs, good programs, youth programs, everything, but without abiding in Christ, all those programs are going to be nothing. The secret is to abide in him. So let's attach ourselves to him. The third point is that we are going to bear fruit, to, be, to produce fruit of the spirit when we abide in him. This is very important. What is this fruit? According to Galatians chapter 2, verse, uh, chapter 5, verse 22 to 24, it says, for the fruit of the spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, patience, Self-control, and you know, everything. Start anywhere, but self-control, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and without this, there's no law. So Jesus will produce the fruit in you. Jesus will produce in the fruit in you and will enable us all to, be, to live lives of integrity, to live an exemplary life to the community as he expects of us. Unfortunately, this gift is missing. <clears throat> this joy is missing in most of our lives. Why? Just because uh, uh, we are not attached to Christ Jesus. And uh, most of the people are living a desperate life, uncontented life. Not only that, many are the people that are full of anxiety. And also, as is that, in, even in our families, there's a lot of quarrels, a lot of uh, uh, complaints. From 7 o'clock in the evening up to 4 a.m., quarrelling. Oh, wake up, answer me, do all these things. Oh, hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? 
We have made our homes, our bedrooms to be courts or courtyards, whereby one is becoming a judge, another a prosecutor. But why is it like that? Because we have forgotten, we haven't really known the secret of abiding in Christ Jesus. So God loves us. God will always take care of us, only if we abide in Christ. Let's take care of the three kinds of relationship that is calling us up to, to be uh, a sheep led by the shepherd and also to be sons of God as our Father will be our guide. And not only that, to see it to it that really this life is not just on our own, but to be able to live a life that is meaningful and also pleasing in his sight. So God loves you and me, and we should be able, yes, to wait upon him. Those that wait upon him shall renew their strength. They shall rise, uh, rise up on wings, and they will not be able to worry. So this is the life-giving experience when we only put ourselves, concentrate on our relationship with this Jesus Christ as we abide him each and every day, not in part. Finally, the world is also watching us, marking whatever you are doing, be it at your workplace, be it at a picnic, be at everywhere, but also hearing all the things that you are saying. That what is he saying? He goes to church, but the most important thing, let them see Jesus Christ as he shines in you, and let his power control you each and every day as you abide in him. May God really bless you as you continue so to listen from my dear brother Harrison. Thank you very much. God is good all the time. We are living in times where abiding in Christ is something very, very strange, something which is not important at all. Abiding in Christ, getting connected to Christ, being rooted in Christ, and sucking from the very nutrients that Christ has, that we should be able to live as true disciples of Jesus Christ, is really something which the world is no longer embracing. The world is focusing at various things that they have implemented. I believe you are my witnesses that when you go on your TVs, a lot of people want to be called apostles, bishops, a lot of titles. I have no problem with titles. But where my problem is, are you abiding in Christ with your title? Are you abiding in Christ? Are you tapping from the resources of Jesus Christ, who is the true vine, so that we can be able to live a life which God has really ordained us? The world has several demands. The world is tricking most of the believers nowadays so much that 
It is like what our fellow early disciples told Jesus Christ, that I think this is too much. If you say, you are the bread of life, and he who eats of me will have life, then I think this is something that I cannot continue. So you go away. I cannot make you my bread. So their interpretation was not exactly what God was aiming at. If we are to please the Lord, if we are to be productive, if we are to be believers here at Weston, believers who are really doing things, living lives that are according to God's ultimate purpose, then abiding in Christ should be very important for our lives. A very good example that Jesus used is that of a vine. Okay, in our case, that is a tree. We see all those branches. And as a result of the branches being attached to the trunk, the end result is that the tree is able to bear fruit, even as Shadrach has just told us. May I ask you a question? When you say Whiteson Community Church, what do you mean? Is it the, is it the buildings? Is it this sanctuary, the building? When you say Whiteson Church, I thought it is a body of believers, a body of believers, believers who are in Christ Jesus, a body of believers who are tapping from Christ in their everyday life. That is the church, not the buildings, not whatever is seen around. I'm happy that Whitestone exists just for that, to make disciples. And disciples not only by word, but disciples who really live what they profess. Disciples who are there to extend and upbuild the kingdom of God. Jesus said, they shall know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Love can never come about if we are not in Christ. If Christ has not been embraced. If we are not kissing Christ. The writer of the book of Psalms tells us we need to kiss him every day. We need to be with him every day. Enjoy him every day, then we are going to be exactly what God wants. We have several ministries in the church. We can talk of the children's ministry. We may talk of the men's ministry and many other ministries that we have in this congregation of ours. But do you ever think these ministries can function well 
and can produce the fruit that God expects of us? Never. Only when Christ is really the power in us. When Christ is at the center of the men's ministry. When Christ is really at the center of the women's ministry, the children's ministry, the youth ministry, and whatever, all our various projects, then and only then are we able to achieve God's wonderful purposes that he has meant for us. You know, as human beings, we like doing things our own way. We like doing things our own way. But Christian life is not about ourselves. Christian life is about Christ. Christian life is about daily humbling myself to the Lord. Christian life is about I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Christian life is about Jesus is my Lord, Lord of my work, Lord of my everything. That is abiding. I don't care how many people you might have brought to the church, but are the people that you have brought to the church been brought in the power of Jesus Christ? There are some of, of the people who are, some of us who are very much talented. We can speak and speak. We can preach, but preach without Christ. Preach out of our own power. God is calling us to abide. When we abide, then God is going to be pleased with us because we are meant for that. Whitestone and Timothy Harvest Ministries has been in partnership for quite a long time, for the past 10 years. And we happen to have similar kind of background. Whitestone is there to make disciples who live and also extend the kingdom of God. And on the other hand, Timothy Harvest Ministries exist to develop leaders, train leaders who can there go ahead to disciple the congregants, disciple the believers in the church. Jesus called us. Jesus emphasized discipleship making. And a disciple is about being in Christ, abiding in Christ, tapping from Christ. Only then can you be called a disciple. If you're tapping from somewhere else, then that's not the message Jesus left for us. The message of Jesus is that we should suck from Jesus, who is the true vine. If we are to go back to our history, the history of, our, of Whitestone, 
we discover, if I'm to ask some of the oldest members, is this the way we used to be some 10 years ago? Were we, some, I understand the congregation is around 600, am I right? 10 years ago, was it 600? I believe it was a small congregation. But why? Have you ever thought why Whitestone is becoming like a magnet? It's because Christ is being preached. Discipleship is being emphasized. When discipleship is being emphasized, when people are living Christ-like, then people will be able to know. I can assure you, if we go ahead living like Christ, then more and more people will be able to come to the congregation, not only for, uh, for social activities, but they will come to this congregation because there is Christ at work. Amen. I believe the same thing applies to Timothy Harvest Ministries. With our various, our various uh, ministries, our various departments, programs that we are doing, we believe we can only achieve if Christ is at the center of whatever we are doing. No wonder this year will be our 10th anniversary. When we are able to see many people coming to the Lord, many marriages who were broken, coming together, enjoying one another. Why? Because they have made Christ to be the center of their lives. Husbands and wives enjoying themselves according to how God planned it. I encourage you, brothers and sisters, to embrace this Christ. Even as the pre uh, Shadrach has pointed to us that it's very important. If we are to make disciples, if we are to experience the fruit of the Spirit, it is only then, only when we abide in Christ. If our project of the new church sanctuary, the new sanctuary, is really to come about at the right time, if the resources that we need are to be realized, it is only when as a church, as a congregation, abide in him and totally depend on him because he is the source, he is the owner of everything. God is there for us and God is there for this congregation. Let's not doubt as long as Christ is here, as long as Christ is in us, as long as we embrace him, as long as we focus on him, we totally depend on him, we live depending on our efforts, depending on whatever we think may help us to, uh, to be productive, depending on our education and whatever we think is something that is, that is good. That is not what God is encouraging us. God is encouraging us to abide in him. May we continue to support each other. May we continue to partner together. Though we 
as Timothy Harvest Ministries live thousands and thousands of kilometers away, and yet have experienced your prayers getting us there. There's so many, I don't have time to come up with all those testimonies which these believers of Whitestone who are in Christ, when they pray, the prayers are never blocked, but they get to all those thousands of kilometers and moving whatever powers of the devil is trying to block the work of the Lord. The same thing I believe. When you come up with all those prayer items and say, brothers and sisters there in Malawi, why don't you stand with us in prayer? God will be able to make it. Why? Because Christ is the vine. Christ is our power. Christ is our everything. May the Lord be with us and may the Lord encourage us. May we be encouraged and focus, forge ahead, run with confidence because our vine is there. Shall we pray? Thank you, Jesus, that you are our vine. And that we can live confidently. We can do whatever we want in this congregation. And Father, in spite of the different problems, challenges that we come across in this world, in spite of the different messages that the world is giving out, we are convinced that you alone, you are a great God. You alone, you are a God who is there for us. And as we abide in you, yes, we will go ahead and produce all the, the fruit and make disciples according to your will. Thank you that we totally depend on you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, and thank you, Mighty Father. For we pray in Christ Jesus. Amen. May the Lord bless you and you are dismissed.